Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. She walks by, the mean folks can't even grow. Just say watermelon motherfucker. All right, we're rolling. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a thing, lip syncers, if they don't know the lyrics. They say, you're supposed to say, watermelon, watermelon motherfucker. motherfucker. And it'll fit to any song. And it song. fits to any song, if you sing it along with the speed of the song. <laughs> and we saw a thing that said, okay, lip syncers, if you're going to do this, stop saying watermelon motherfucker. It doesn't cut it anymore. Are you gonna be, are you gonna get you're not going to get paid. Yeah, exactly, which is really <laughs> funny. And uh, but you know I, you should I can't tell you how many times I've seen lip syncing whether it's drag queens or, or talent right. contests or whatever it's like they're not you're not even close but you're not I even close I, what I don't get is if you're doing okay if if you're seeing a drag queen or you're seeing somebody who's put together an uh, a choreographed mm-hmm. show uh-huh. I get it I've seen you you lip sync great in the car <laughs> <laughs> I get great shows all well the time. you know yeah <laughs> uh, because I but. But I know the songs. Yeah. That's the thing, too, because I'm singing the same songs I've been singing since, you know, junior high. No, I... You, but, 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 but when you see someone and they're lip syncing and they're doing all this active... And it just... They put so much effort, especially with drag queens, they'll put so much effort into their outfits. And it's like, know the, the goddamn point. song. But, but you know the song. But that's kind of the point. Yeah, but knowing the song is part of it, well, too, right? Well, that is, too. But, you know, it's just funny to me. It's just funny to me. I, I don't understand how that's talent. It's not. I just don't <laughs> it's understand how it's talent. But uh, so. so we were talking about America's Got Talent. What was that? You were bitching about Ariana Grande. Oh yeah, I don't think she can sing that well. But there's like, so many times I've seen the I've seen the, Ari- the, the Ariana the Grande. Things. What was the one? It was I think it was America's yeah AGT uh-huh. yeah, or American Idol. And there was the one. This was a long time ago. And the only reason I remember it is because it was so weird. There was a guy. He and his sister Sanjay. Mm-hmm. I think he was uh, Indian, perhaps. That's right. A bell. And he did a Stevie Wonder song, and he didn't even want to audition. He only did it because he was there with his sister, because yeah. his sister wanted it. Yeah. And they hi- they they picked they, him, they picked, yeah, not the sister. I recall. And this. his his audition was fantastic. Yeah. And then when he got on the show, he wasn't that good. Oh, that's weird. So that was like that one that one song, song that you knew how to sing good. And and they really really kind of railed against him. And then the Howard Stern show like went out of their way to keep him in. Like we want you to vote for Sanjaya. We want you to vote for Sanjaya. <laughs> It was really kind of funny. And he was in it a lot longer than he should have been because, you know, there was that kind of stuff. Um, speaking of the Howard Stern show, Uh-oh. Robin Quivers, we were talking about Robin. She went to India. Yeah, she goes, right okay, now. Because now, now, we were watching Rick Stein go to India. India. That was a travel I was. And I was like, all the food looks delicious. The people are interesting, but everything looks so squalid. It, and the, the, the poverty is just so rampant. And Kevin will not purchase food items made in india made in india <laughs> and it's true they do not in the country i've seen pick, yeah, and they they, are, they allow so many rat hairs Oof. per kilogram but the point is is that and then they go into these fairs and or whatever they're called where they have the street food and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. and the guy's like 
They're with their hands. Pictures with their hands. They're picking up crates out of the back of the truck, moving a cow out of the way, and then they're serving right. rice with yeah, their yeah. bare no, hands. No, I don't want to see that. And uh, that's another thing for me. I never want to see into the kitchen. I don't care how clean it looks. <laughs> I don't want to see into the kitchen. I don't like those open windows where you can see back I, in. I don't like the I don't open mind that keeps nope, I don't want to see what's going on in the kitchen. But getting back to India. But, uh, so India. So she, so she is a... Okay, Robin Quivers, who I love. I love the Howard Stern show. If you if you don't listen to really, it. She's almost as funny as he is. She's very, very funny. But she She's a wealthy woman. Yes, she is. So she can afford to, you know, yes. whatever. So she is really big on these. She's very spiritual. Search the, these quests and mm-hmm. cleansings and and eating drinks. Eastern you know, mysticism, all this kind of yeah. stuff, holistic stuff, and yeah. all. And this is a while ago. And she she flew to India. <laughs> she got there. She turned her literally. Did she make it to the hotel? I I, I, I think, think she. I think when you first told me this. She made it to the hotel. She spent she, the night because she couldn't no, immediately. No, she did not. No. No, no, I no. Thought she, she did not back spend the okay. night. And she went and got on another plane and flew home. She's like, it was too disgusting. There's no way I'm going <laughs> to stay Sorry, India. This sounds well, so... Well, it is. It's but horrible. It, it's, but, but I, I think but, she flew into Delhi, which is the worst. But I, I, I've watched a lot of stuff about the... And I'm not talking about the Bollywood stuff, because that's all kind of fun and cool and everything. But I watched like the scammer videos. Have you watched the... Oh, yeah. yeah okay. guy gets the, so the scam. video on the... There's a guy, and I wish I knew his name. I'd give him credit. He's the guy who's going after the scammers. Mm-hmm. So they've shown the interior of the these call center places and it's gross yeah yeah and then the the electronics where there's the telephone poles and there's millions of wires they look like trees everything looks like a hazard everything looks and they like are a I, i'm here to tell you people get electrocuted in india all oh, the time oof. those things but i was thinking robin quivers they had howard used to have, like to have strippers on a lot yeah, right yeah. and he, the strippers are always like well i'm going to law school or, you know they always <laughs> well, have some, some higher and um quivers was like so who are you and she's like uh my name is tangerine uh, which means bringer of light. And <laughs> Rob Quiver starts laughing. She's like, "When did Tangerine start meeting?" <laughs> That's that? funny. That's very funny. And they all had pretentious names. Well, One of, of them was like Liberty did. or whatever. Right. And, but anyway, I, I digress. Yes. Anyway, well, we're we're uh, we're, we're going to do fun a, of India. Uh, we're, we're done with India. I wasn't done making fun of India. Oh no! Well, let's, let's leave <laughs> India. Lin- India's got to sort itself well, out. Well, see, that's the horrible part because when I think of the the temples and mm-hmm. the religious aspects and the yeah. historic, I would love to go see. I that. would love to go see that stuff too. I, I but think I've, there was a girl at work who went over there. She she took a a detail a, a detail over there to. Uh, she was I, to Delhi. You told she, me about I told it. you Delhi, Delhi. Mm-hmm. and I kept making fun of her. I said, "You're going to get." Deli belly, deli yeah. belly, deli belly. I kept saying deli belly, deli belly, and she did. She got you know. I, I, I had heard a, a coworker. Uh, this was several years ago. He was originally from India, but uh, during the schism or whatever, he was moved to Pakistan. But um, he had a lot of family in Delhi, and he went home to see his sister one time. This wasn't maybe 15 years ago, and she lived in Delhi, and they got some street food. She got deathly ill. She had to go to the emergency room to get a saline insert, you know, so she because she was so dehydrated. On the way back from the hospital, she was like, oh, stop, stop, stop. I want to get some of those pakuras or whatever, but yeah, no. yeah. But I I'm said, really funny about street food. I, oh. said, to, I said to Javed, I was like, Javed, I'm fascinated by Indian culture. The culture, I love yes. it, the, the temples and all that. Do you think I'd be able to to get through it? Do you yeah. think? And he thought about it for a moment. He said, "No, Kevin. Knowing you, I don't think you could." You, well, you are very. You don't have a lot of of like I do well. 
I can. I, I, I got hygiene. I, no, 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 no. Your your hygiene is excellent. I'm saying you're you're skinny dude. Mm-hmm. The, if you got one batch of that, it'd wipe you out. You don't have any reserves. You don't have anything we, to. Do you know that that's interesting? But that's kind of counterintuitive because at the Andersonville prison during the Civil War down in Georgia, it was very infamous. And uh, well, I'm getting to it. I'm okay. getting to it. I'm making a face. How the people hell did died we get of from starvation Indian? and rickets because right, they were so malnourished right, right. and they gave them you know 500 calories a day. The guys who perished first were the bigger, heavier set guys because they were so used to eating a lot and were were they were kind of traumatized by not having regular meals or whatever. They succumbed to diseases and depression more than the the rangy country boys did who were used to not eating anything. I'm going to say that you're talking about more physically fit people. I'm talking about fat people. Okay. <laughs> fat people have reserves. All right. They can they can not eat but for they just a while. Said that they, the observation was that the, the rangy country kids who were captured well, yeah. survived better in the camps well, than, the, than the men did. But. Of course they did. So want to talk oh, some that was Now think about <laughs> that, people. Your good company in the car. We just went through... India, we <laughs> went to Howard Stern stripper. Hey, it's come on, come on. We cast this the wide is, net. Now, I just would, I just, I would like to point out, this is what it's like to have a conversation with me in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where that conversation's going to go. I'd like to think I'm here too. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But you're having the conversation. You usually have a subject matter that you wish to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's me going, oh yeah, what about this? Well, you're, yeah, ADHD. <laughs> because I love a little game I like to play is the. Tra- of thought mm-hmm. how did i get from uh uh, uh robin quivers to civil war <laughs> people die in a starvation it's very funny how your how you your brain tracks that that mm-hmm. the, the 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 train of thought all right. okay well, having it's... gotten all that out of our system well i had a cappuccino a little yeah, earlier by the way can you tell yeah <laughs> it was really good it was really good it's forensic files forensic files season seven season seven episode 18 episode 18 a bitter pill to swallow a Bitter pill to swallow. So let's now wait, wait, wait. Just before we get into, oh, he just made a face. The funny part about this is we both swear we recorded this. Yeah. So it's kind of funny because we've seen the show before. We never got on. We watched. I know we. I know I watched the show. I know I did additional research on this, and there is no recorded evidence of this. But we think we recorded this already, so we're recording it again because it's an interesting story. And go. So we're in. Hoover Heights, Ohio, which is a suburb of Dayton, and it's 1999, and we meet 33-year-old Michelle Baker, who is a firefighter and a paramedic, I think? EMT, yeah. And uh, she's ready to settle down. She's told her friends she'd like to start a family, and a good friend of hers introduces her to a new man in town, Dr. Maynard Munsing. Maynard. He's a newly minted doctor. Newly minted. I was the happiest woman in the world at that point. I mean, he was he was every woman's dream. He was very successful, um, very good looking. So they both shared a love of emergency medicine. Oddly specific. That was, that was very <laughs> that weird. Odd? What, are, I, what are your passions? Oh, um, emergency medicine. What are you? Me too. Uh, I'm living for food, the day I get to use traveling. a I get to use a disposable pin as a trach pipe. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, well, yay! <laughs> they were both 33. They were both divorced, so everything's falling into place nicely. Uh, within a month, Munsing moves in with Michelle. She's got a small home. And that was That's my first fast. red flag. That was real fast. That was my Four first weeks. red flag because what are they, lesbians? the doctor. Oh Jesus! 
<laughs> send your hate mail, care of Kevin McGann. Or your love to, mail. To me, to me, why would the doctor move, move in, in with, with her? Their... He's new in town. I don't think I think he was that new in town. You know what okay. I mean? That was my impression. All right. So they spend weekends watching his kids from a previous marriage, but before long, Michelle announces that she's pregnant. So Maynard seems to be very excited about this news, and then he comes up with this. Oh, jeez. He said, we're getting married in Key West, barefoot, on the beach at sunset. I was um, blown away. They're going to get married barefoot at sunset in Key West, and it's the biggest cliche. I mean, everything, every picture they see, I see, they're just so, I, Michelle, you're lovely. Munson, you're an asshole. But I mean, barefoot at sunset on the beach in Key West, and then they go to the the Hard Rock Cafe, and then they go to Captain. But you can't. Have That's the fun what of going people to do. When people go to Key West, they want to do all the 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 the, the stereotypes. There's oh, a better God. word no, for it. The touristy trappy yeah, stuff. Yeah, no. Going to Key West, have the fun is going to the dive bars and going. Oh, well, I agree with street, you on that. You know what I mean? But how many people do you have you seen that have gotten married on the beach where all the guys are wearing white shirts I, and they're all to, wearing way khaki, too many? If I saw one, it was right. too many. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the worst. But they fly to Key West. Fly to Key West. And, uh, but at the last minute, Maynard pulls back and is like, you know what? I don't want to do this. I want to do this with my friends and family. So she's disappointed, but she respects his opinion. I felt devastated. I also felt like if that is the way that he wanted things to be, then I had to respect his wishes. She's got a very soft-spoken... Well, she, it's almost, she speaks, I don't want to say it's monotone. That's not the right term, but it's a very... It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got a, a lot of shit. Well, it's true when we find out what happened. So while they're in Key West, before they fly back, they hang out. They have drinks at the Hearts, the aforementioned Hard Rock Cafe. And she I didn't even know it was a Hard Ill. Rock. Yeah, it's there. They're Ugh. everywhere. Yeah. Um, never buy a t-shirt from one of those I'm and bring not, it back. Well, that was... In the 80s, it's, it was cool. It was never cool. <laughs> oh, come on now. She gets anyway, violently go ill. You know, good thing her husband's a doctor, and he says it's nothing, just lie down, get some rest. And Boyfriend she recovers. Nightmare. Boyfriend. Well, fiancé. Right? Fiancé. They fly back, and she immediately goes to her doctor. I'm trying to allay her concern because I don't think it's a big issue. Michelle, I think, was primarily concerned because of her age, and this being her first pregnancy, she was frightened. Her concerns were that she had a history of endometriosis, and she thought that might be a problem, but I reassured her that the chance of a problem was remote. So I forgot, right, she's pregnant, and Dr. Shy said she had a history of endometriosis and was worried about the baby and her age. I don't know what endometriosis is. Well, it is. Through the miracle of the pause button, we looked it up, and it has to do with uterine health, and it's it's a, a an issue, and it can sometimes, I believe, complicate pregnancies. Well, yeah. So she's worried, and the doctor says there's nothing to worry about. So Maynard buys a $320,000 home, ostensibly for them to raise their soon-to-be baby, and I looked that up, and current 2022 dollars, that house would be about... $570,000, and that would be in Ohio. Well, yeah. You know? Mm. I think that's a pretty big... That's a, oh, that's a nice was looking a house. Nice, if it was the house that was pictured, it was yeah. a very nice looking house. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't a reenactment house. It was, that was the house. Brick, <laughs> brick Rancher, two-call garage. It looked very nice. But Michelle continues to have a difficult pregnancy with cramping and bleeding and nausea. And With what? 
Nausea. Nausea? Nausea? Vegetable. Nausea? Italy? Okay. Neither um, her doctor nor Maynard can figure out why she's having such a difficult pregnancy. And in a cliffhanger, before we go to commercial break, they say Michelle does some of her own research and comes up with a self-diagnosis that's so rare, it stuns everyone, and then they never explain what it is. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. At this point, Maynard admits to Michelle that he still has lingering feelings for an ex-girlfriend, and that's Tammy Irwin. You've told all these people such horrible things about her and what kind of person she is, and I said, and and you still have feelings for her? Yeah. Here's another red flag. Yeah, and he's talked shit about her, right? Have you ever had a friend break up with somebody? They talk a ton of shit about them. And then they get back back together. together. Yeah, and you're like, and everybody's sort of making that the dial that looks sideways. Yeah, yeah. You're back together and you look sideways. But to me, like, you know, Kevin and I talk about, I talk about this, Kevin and I talk about this all the time. If you're, if these red flags are hip slapping you in the face. It's it's, it's like they're at a flag store and everything's red. Really? And I'm just like, I don't under, I get guess when you're in it and you, she's just she's, she's in love with yeah, him she's, love she's in love with him and she's having a child mm-hmm. and she's only seeing the good in the world i do understand and that and she doesn't really know what she's dealing with obviously but over fourth of july weekend in 2000 um michelle stayed home while maynard went on a fishing trip uh he said it was going to be about an hour away the weirdest thing that night she's in the shower she's listening to the radio and she hears somebody call in from Huber and say, I would like to send a dedication out. And she said, it sounded like Maynard. And he dedicates the song to Tammy. And so she grabs her friend. No, no, no. It said his name was Maynard. Yeah, he says it's Maynard. So Michelle grabs her friend. They drive over to Tammy's house. He's out front with her. And she lays into him, kicks him out. That is the third red flag. Three strikes, you're out. No, no going back. No No going going back. back. I I have a major three strikes, you're out rule with in general yeah, yeah, for yeah. life. It's too bad she didn't have a little jack on her shoulder. No, really? like a little what the thing. hell are you doing? I don't care if he is a doctor. You just show up here really? with a little puff of smoke <laughs> kind of yell at her. With a cocktail. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Disappear again. What are you doing? Yeah, it's very funny. Her, her, uh, what is it? Your, what I'm angel? the good, I would like to think I was the good angel, but you never know. Guardian angel, right? Guardian angel. There you go. So this really bugs me and this is what we're talking about. A few days later, he calls up, apologizes profusely and asks her to go on a picnic with them where they can talk it out. Now, okay, I'm going to say she cared about... Because, again, I'm like, she should have gave up on him a long time ago. However, again, like we just said... She's in love with him. She's only thinking of the future, et cetera, et cetera. He's, and, he, and she believes his con job. Yeah. So she's like, well, okay. I'll, you know, I'll give everybody makes mistakes. Right. And, I, and he, of course, while they're at this picnic, she gets violently ill. And she, she, said, she said she literally couldn't leave the restroom. And she was, you know, and she started to bleed and she had diarrhea. And it sounded like she was in a great deal of distress. And again, she goes back to the doctor. The doctor does an ultrasound. Everything seems to be okay. She said that the marriage seemed to be back on track. Maynard was very affectionate. Lots of physical touching and all that kind of stuff. But then these violent bouts keep going. And this is when we meet. Well, we don't meet, but we see her twin sister, her Melinda. Twin sister, yeah. She looks like a million bucks. Did you see that picture of them? Side by side. They're, yeah. The look in her sister's eye, Melinda. Melinda's just got that like. They both have very haunting eyes. They I do, thought, and, yeah. and Melinda had that. I, I'm. I don't take shit, and and she's like, hey, Michelle. Did you ever notice that when you get sick, who's in the room with who's you? Who fixed there? your drink? It's great. Melinda's got her sister's back. She had said that 
Don't you find it odd that every time you're with him, after he leaves, you're sick? And I was just horrified by what she was implying. So now Maynard tells her he is taking his kids. So now Maynard says he's taking his kids to a quick trip to Florida. And Michelle doesn't believe him. She suspects he's over at Tammy's. She drives over and creeps up to the house. I now, would this... like to say right now, first time she went over there, she got out of the car and had an incident. Mm -hmm. She didn't need to have the, in my opinion. She should have stayed in her car. <laughs> she saw the car there. Yeah. She knew what was going on. She didn't need to have a, a confrontation. She, well, she didn't. She just walked up and the, the window That's was open. Confrontation. No, no, no. This is the first time. Okay. And then the first this time, time she, she goes walks over. And she the listens. car's there. The window is she... open in the front, right? Yes. And she hears them discussing she, the baby. All she had to do was see the car. And Tammy, Tammy's like, well, what are you going to do about the baby? And Maynard says, don't worry about it. It actually may already be taken care of, Ugh. which is terrifying. So now she's like, yeah, he's trying to poison me and miscarry, miscarry the baby. Tammy asked Maynard what he intended to do about the baby. And Maynard's response to her was... She need not worry about that, that as far as he knew that it could have already been taken care of. My heart dropped, and it was at that point that, um, that I realized that something might be going on. So Michelle tells detectives Jeff Colvin and Richard May about her suspicions, but they're both a little dubious. Well, after listening to the story, I thought it was quite fantastic. It's not the typical uh, case that comes across my desk. I was certainly skeptical at first and thought, you know, I can't imagine that uh, someone would even do this. It's beyond my dreams. Something I haven't run into in 25 years of experience. So they want to give her a lie detector test, but they can't <laughs> because she's pregnant. But think about that, too. Think about think about a woman coming into the police station. It does sound far-fetched. And saying, I think the guy I'm seeing is trying to make is trying to abort my kid and poisoning me. And you know the detective's going to be like, all right, oh, here's another crazy right. bitch, another right? Crazy, yeah, yep. yeah. Well, they say to her... We told her, basically, that because of his professional position, that we were going to need all types of physical evidence that uh, would show that he's responsible for this. Considering his position, uh, he's a, a physician and all that, just her accusation isn't going to be enough for them to open an investigation. They're going to need something a little more concrete. So Michelle, who has an awesome sister and really good friends, <laughs> a friend suggests they videotape it. So they set up a video camera on top of the refrigerator and they set it in some plastic Plas plants, some right? Yeah, yeah. And they point it at the counter. And then Michelle invites Maynard over Again. to cook steaks to eat dinner. Then she leaves to go and check on the steaks and asks Maynard to fix her a drink. And you can see clear as a bell on the video. She walks away. Maynard clearly opens a little vial and pours something into her drink. And she comes back in. But this time she's ready. She takes the drink to the bathroom with her where she's already got a plastic tub waiting for her, a jar. She pours the stuff in. She sees sediment in the bottom of her glass. That's white powder. right there. She sees, <laughs> she called, she used it, sludge. she described it as sludge. She can't just say how much there was. No, she's at a loss sludge. for words. <laughs> yeah. As I poured that drink into that container, there was a white sludge in the bottom of my cup. An enormous amount. I mean, not not just a little bit, but a very large amount. So yeah, there's a ton of sludge in the glass, and now we have the smoking gun. But now we get one more bombshell. 
Tammy is blowing up Michelle's phone during this very same meal. And she has the nerve to call Michelle's house while Maynard's there. And this isn't a red flag for Michelle. Uh, Michelle, I, again, this is he's taking phone calls at your house from Tammy? I would I would I don't get I would it. be so out of there. Your little guardian angel needs to appear yeah, again what and answer smack? the phone answer the phone for what, bitch. Hey, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's Jack. You don't know me, but yeah. you need to stop oh calling him. Oh my god. So Maynard leaves, but then he calls the house and I don't know why Maynard didn't give her her cell phone. This is 2000. People had cell phones. Well, yeah, but Mm -hmm. Anyway, Maynard calls back and says, He said to me, do you want to know why Tammy's so upset? And I said, yeah, why don't you tell me why Tammy's so upset? He said, because she's my wife. He married her that week. So yeah, he married Tammy the week before. So that's not no longer his girlfriend. That's his actual wife. I'm I'm shaking my head just... Mm -hmm. what? You fucking Just, dick. We, uh, so the cops take the sample to the forensic lab. Mike Wathen is a forensic chemist, and he explains why this is going to be pretty difficult. My first reaction is, you got to be kidding me. We have no idea what we're looking for here. It's not a, a typical forensic case. So where are we going to even get start? There's literally hundreds of drugs that this could be. This is You like to point this out with DNA for Bigfoot. They, can't, they say it's not human, it's not, they don't know what it is because they don't have a sample to match it to. Right. So he's saying... They have to have something to compare, compare it to. Compare it to. Correct. So with this stuff from the bottom of the glass, he's like, we, we, it could be anything. Well, they could do a, a run on it to get its composition, but what's it could be, in it, but it's, then it could it's be like, any other what is it going to match? Exactly. So a uh, real sharp, real bright bulb at the police department is like, why don't we call a local pharmacist and say, what is a drug that is commonly prescribed that could cause a miscarriage? And they come back with Cytotec. It's an ulcer drug. By comparing the known Cytotec that we received from the pharmaceutical company, we compared that to the uh, substance that was found in the Coca-Cola and found a match. Therefore, the Coca-Cola contained Cytotec. So they run it through the, um, oh, we use this at work, the uh, Spectre. Spectrophotometer. Oh, look at that. I knew the word. <laughs> yeah. And it's a match. He's been giving her side attack. So now the cops are like, we really need to do some of this camera shit out of our own. We didn't believe just having a tape by the complainant and a sample by the complainant would have as much validity as a tape by ourselves, obtained by ourselves, and the sample obtained by ourselves. So they set up a camera and... Uh, Michelle has a bunch of figurines throughout the house. They're firefighter themed. Well, yeah. And there's one on top of her cabinet. It's a firefighter rescuing a girl from a fire. So they put one of their little mini cop cameras in it. They set it up. <laughs> she again invites Maynard over. I don't know why I, Maynard is still Yeah, coming. I'm like, oh. But anyway, they're waiting but in the garage. Then what a big dum-dum he is. Yeah, he's an idiot. And they're waiting in the garage and boom. Myself and Detective Sergeant May were waiting in the garage and viewing what was going on in the kitchen. Like clockwork, almost identical to the previous tape, once Michelle Baker exited the residence to put steaks on the grill, Dr. Munsing removed a vial from his pocket, placed it in her drink. And they find, which I think is great, is them, the, the, the picture of them sitting in her garage at a desk, at a monitor, and I'm like, Michelle, what if... I don't know. It's a weird thing, but what if for some reason he goes to the garage at some point? Well, why the, would he go to the garage? I know, but maybe I don't know. Yeah. I, I was, maybe so, they made a noise or something. But yeah. I, I, their footage is—it's great. You see them come in, and he handcuffs them, and then he points to the but, camera. And, no, he says uh, that there better that be a prenatal, prenatal vitamin yeah, you put in yeah. there, and then and they he, point to the camera, and he looks up at the camera, and they freeze it, and you could see he's that that oh shit uh. moment. 
They find a shit ton more cytotech in his car. It's frightening. And so he's charged with attempted murder of the fetus. Which I don't understand, but okay. Well, he's trying to, you know, right, right, right. force I a miscarriage, that. right? But Mike, I, I did not do any uh, research on this one, but will that, will the cytotech hurt you if you take too much of it like a person? I think there are side effects, but it clearly was making Michelle sick. Right, but I'm saying if he'd have kept giving it to her, could it have like caused her death? I don't know how it I don't works. know if it would have been, but it certainly at some point probably yes. would have killed the fetus. Despite all this, the fetus is fine. Maynard is out on bond, and we hear this nonsense at his hearing, and this oh. really disgusted you. I need my family. My family needs me, especially my children. I need to, to see them, to hold them, and to love them um, as they, they should be. I need to be there for my kids to love them the way they need to be loved. Oh, oh I wish <laughs> you appear on his shoulder. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. You and ass, you know, after you I, tried to kill the baby and you're going to use your kids. I love that image of you appearing on people's shoulders. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Poof. No, oh, about funny. a week before the trial starts, Michelle goes into labor, and it's this is really yeah, this brought this literally really brought tears bad. to my eyes. The baby is stillborn, and we see a photo of Michelle in the hospital with her twin right next to her, and the 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 oh. the, the, the anguish in her face is apparent. He was already gone. It was a bad day, but my parents got there, and they they were there when she was delivered. Um, my whole family was there. Um, my friends, and um, they all held her, and we passed her around, and um, we all told her how much that we loved her. It was a little weird when they said we passed her around, but I know what she but meant. But everybody trying, held yeah, the baby. because everybody wanted there to be a baby, and they wanted her to be happy, and the baby would have made her happy, because she didn't need Maynard. She sure as hell didn't. The attorney thinks that the stress of a trial will be too much for Michelle and her family, so they make a plea deal, and they get Michelle's approval for it. Right. So Tammy admits to filling the prescription. You found out later that she's actually a nurse. She was a nurse! And she was filling out these prescriptions for side attack. So she knows what's going on. All she gets is probation. I think that's a real miscarriage. He gets five years in jail, yeah. and he's stripped of his medical degree. That's and getting a little also, better. And then after he also got five years of probation after that. Oh, okay. But, that's, yeah. but Michelle will suffer from this for the rest of her life. I have a lot of anger and a lot of hurt and a lot of questions. And, you know, and it doesn't matter how much counseling I go to. They can't answer any of those questions, you know. And it's a... Uh, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, no amount of counseling is ever going to help her. The photo of him, his mugshot, he did not look like he was doing no. too well. The uh, in in my research, there was uh, there was absolutely they have fallen off. Tammy and th they have completely Tammy and Maynard fall, are divorced. Th there is nothing. No, 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 no. They've fallen off the radar. Maynard and and Tammy are still married. Okay, there is absolutely nothing online about them. Nothing. All right, and uh, he. Uh, latest drama, this is from some website, although there's no word on how Baker and her lawsuit fared because she sued him for $2.5 million, Good. I think. Uh, the Daily DailyCourt.com published a notice on Munsing, Munsing's filing for Chapter 7, a bankruptcy in 2007. Okay. So in 2007, he filed for bankruptcy. Okay. And uh, I wonder if that was to protect his assets from Michelle's lawsuit. Well, well, that would have been after the. Oh, I don't know when the lawsuit was. Yeah. 
the only other time he was ever mentioned was his father's obituary, uh, who was a prominent local 4-H organizer. I'm sure he was very one proud time of son agricultural <laughs> columnist for the Chillicothe Gazette. The article indicated that Tammy and Maynard Munsing were still married and living in Lima, Ohio. Oh well, they can have. Them. Well, anyway, it's a, it's a. I'm very sad for Michelle. I Michelle. hope that well, maybe since she, then I, she's yeah. a very pretty woman, pretty and woman, that's not important. But good I'm job. sure she probably found found. I hope she found love again I and hope had so a baby. I'm sure she'd make. But your sister's but, awesome, Michelle. Melinda, I you're great. Just don't get it. Then why were? There were so Please. many red flags. Oh, oh, and it was said. If if we if if I'm repeating you, I'm sorry. She said you don't have to have anything to do with yeah. this baby. No, she did. Yeah, we didn't emphasize yeah, that enough. Yeah. She's like, I don't want she, you in my you, life. You don't, you don't want, want to be baby, here. You don't have to be here. No. I want the baby. Yeah, but anyway, that's the story of Michelle Baker from Hubert Heights, Ohio, and. um Anyway, Maynard, I hope wherever you are, you're miserable. And you too, miserable. Tammy. I hope but he's absolutely. Thanks miserable. for listening to us. And maybe maybe one day Jack will appear on your shoulder when you're making a bad decision. <laughs> 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 Good night. The girl war. She's in love with me.